Hi, I'm Kirsten Leo, and this is the Light Path Podcast, brought to you by thelightpathcollective.com. I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. Today on the podcast, I'm joined by Nick Toth. Nick is a mindset coach, a somatic educator, and healer. She helps women find their authentic self-expression and to discover their true value from within so that they can feel truly confident and create the most epic life, career, and business. Nick shares all that she does and her passion for leading women on her podcast, Beyond Beauty, as well as working one-on-one with women. To connect with Nick, check out the show notes where all her contact information is, but I really hope you enjoy this insightful and thought-provoking chat. Nick, welcome to the Light Path Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited for this today. Oh, likewise. Um, I have been a follower of you for years. I have consumed a program of yours and definitely followed you and your journey on social media for Oh, gosh, I want to say over five, six years at least, I would say. Um, But so I'm really grateful for you to make the time to come on and share your journey personally of evolving with us. But before we dive into all your juicy knowledge and wisdom, I would love for you to share with us your favorite quote. One of my favorite quotes, I have many, of course, but this is the one that I always come back to is a power or the power of a woman is not about how much she gets done, but how much she allows to move through her, including emotions and feelings. So the power of a woman is not about how much she gets done, but how much emotion she allows to move through her. I don't think I've ever heard a more succinct definition of divine feminine. And I'm going to sit with that for quite some time, I think. That is so beautiful. I couldn't tell you who it's by. Oh no! Uh, but it's a quote that I couldn't. I come back to over and over again and remind myself because, I mean, I, I imagine you're a doer as well, and I identified as a doer for so many years, and it's got me to a place of success and abundance and an amazing life. But then it got to a point where all of that was not fulfilling anymore, and there was more to to discover, and I think that was really coming in touch with my own emotions and therefore coming back into my own alignment and authentic self-expression, which I'm sure we're going to dive into today. No, and exactly. And I can't wait to dive into that. And I think I I love it that you're, you realize that along your journey in terms of fulfillment, where I think my experience, and I'm sure a lot of other women's experience was they just hit a physical brick wall and life just literally stopped for them and they had to surrender or I had to surrender to the flow, to the emotions, to the intuition, to the divine feminine in order to have any remnants of a life, you know, really that made me happy. Yeah. I mean, I had that wall too. It's just, it comes in different forms. I had it, I hit a a physical wall, an energetic wall. I hit a physical roadblock. I mean, I had a motorcycle accident. That's kind of what started this whole shift around my coaching and, and the work I've done. 
because as you know, I've been a, a, a weight loss coach, a women's weight loss coach and wellness coach for the last nine years. And I had a very successful thriving business that kind of hit peak last year where my business was the most successful it's ever been, the biggest revenue we've ever had, the biggest team I've ever built, and everything was just cranking, right? And I was ready to wrap it up and ramp things up even more. And then I had a motorcycle accident while I was in Thailand, and it was in a day of a photo shoot. I was so on fire. I was like, yeah, I'm taking this brand to the next level. We're gonna dominate the world. And I was so fired up. And then I was going to a body work session and I had a motorcycle crash. And I was just like, what the hell is going on universe? Like, I feel like I'm going in the right direction. Everything is working for me. Things don't happen. Things like that don't happen unless something is wrong and something is out of alignment. And at this point in my life, I've experienced this over and over and over again many times where something gives me a sign, where the universe gives me a sign of like, hey, go a different direction or change something. And at this point, I was already practiced enough and seasoned enough in this that I was like, I'm going to listen. Because I know what happens. If we don't pay attention to the things that come our way, something bigger will come. If you don't pay attention to a motorcycle accident, something bigger will come. If you don't pay attention to a migraine, a bigger illness will come. If you don't pay attention to the whatever misalignment is going on in your body, something else will come and happen. So at that point, I was like, okay, I'm listening. I, I want to dive no into choice. that point. I want to dive into that yeah. point. I think, and I was actually speaking about this with my brother-in-law the other day. You hear these stories of people and like, you know, I had this moment and I knew I had to stop and listen and think. And I said to him, but what you never hear is what they exactly did at that moment. So you're there, you're in your motorcycle accident. Um, you obviously are getting yourself up off the road or whatever it is. Like, what did you actually do that day or the next day to pay attention? Like the practical thing. That day, I mean, I cried a lot because <laughs> I was in a, an immense amount of pain and I just decided to rest and, and, and just, just stop everything, which was hard because I was, you know, I had a back roll of clients and a lot of work and we were in the middle of a preparing for a launch. And I was just like, you know what, just stop. And I think the best thing we can do is stop and turn inwards mm -hmm. versus looking at on the outside or oh, what can I fix on the outside? Because none of what's happening on the outside is, is, is really none of that you have control of. I mean, you have some control. But what you have more control of is your internal world. So it's going inwards, quieting the mind down and being like, okay, what do I need to pay attention to here? And someone reached out to me who I call my spiritual grandma, who is a lady from Hungary, from my hometown, who's a dear friend of her family. And she's like, she's a psychic and she's a channeler. And she's like, I have something to tell you because I'm seeing something that you might not be seeing. Are you, are you open to listen? And I was like, yeah, of course. And she told me basically, long story short, she's like, I can see from everything that you're doing, which is, you know, all the great work that you're putting out in the world, it's coming from a place of the ego. It's mm -hmm. coming from, from an inauthentic place. And when I heard that, I got so upset. I did not talk to this woman for months. 
I was like, that is not right. I've been doing all this for women. I love my work. I love the transformation I see. And I, I, I you know, I'm in service. <laughs> oh, we have all been there. I love that moment. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I was like, screw this woman. I'm like, I am done with her. Right. And I was like, I walked away and I said, okay, I'm going to sit with this. You know, because if something really deeply triggers us, there's something gold that is gold there for us, right? So I, I walked away and sat with that because I had nothing else to do in my bed or on my couch with my legs up the, <laughs> the couch. And I was looking at my life and my business. Where can this be true? That's a and I was to actually like, yeah. and you just said something so important there. There's the gold in the trigger and the fact that you were so triggered is just, it doesn't necessarily mean what someone has said or done is true. It just means there's absolutely something for us to explore there that may not be true for us. Yeah. And that's in every interaction. It's an interaction that might you might happen while you're at the bank waiting in line or something that might happen with your partner or your romantic relationship or something that might happen with your mother or anyone that you come across. Anything that happens that triggers a strong emotion within you provides you an opportunity to look inward and see what has not yet been resolved and healed. It's not about the person. It's not about what they said. It's when you're pointing a finger at someone, there's three fingers pointing back at you. It's about you. And there's gold there rather than what people make of it, which is distress and anxiety and stress and all the things that, you know, people interpret as a meaning of a trigger. And I've, again, done a lot of self-development work. So I understand this, even though that moment was very difficult for me to look at that because I really was genuinely convinced that I was doing all this service for the world and all the, the, the work that I was putting out there was amazing work. And I said, look, if, if what she said is true, if, where can that be true in my life? I think I started the, to look so at it, that. Yeah, it's important to say that, like, people that, you know, do the work in inverted commas, I think there's this perception that it's that the more you do, the easier it gets. And I'm like, no, the more you do, almost the quicker it gets to get deep into the work. But it's still difficult and it's still confronting and all the things you just experienced. Yeah, because you're looking and you're facing your own shadows, right? You're looking at your own shit that no one wants to look at, really. I mean, it's not fun. Shadow work isn't fun. But, I, I mean, I'm, I made my peace with it and I somewhat enjoy it as well because I know there is so much liberation and breakthrough on the other side that it creates expansion every single time. But first, there is contraction, and that contraction can feel like shit, and most of the time it does. And then when you have the breakthrough, it feels like liberation and a massive expansion. So talk us through that contraction. There you were. Your business is thriving. You know, I was a one, you know, a client of yours, for want of a better word. And here you are, outward focused, doing, 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 dare I say, maybe more in your masculine energy, and you find yourself laid up and you've turned inward. Yeah. Describe that pit or that, I don't want to even call it darkness, but that aspect of your self-discovery and what did you find? First, there was just a lot of anger and a lot of frustration and a lot of emotions towards this woman. <laughs> and then I just let go of the idea that it's anything with, to do with her. 
and I looked at myself as to what's hurting and what's causing this distress and these intense emotions that I was feeling. And what was it is, was that there was truth in it. And as my business was expanding and growing, I really started to focus on the business itself and growing the business and revenue and teams versus, oh, how can I give more? How can I contribute more? How can I give my clients or the world more? So there was this, it's, it's a very slight balance, right? It's a very fine line because people could still call that contribution. But for me, for being in alignment and to my true self and authenticity, there was a, a, a bit of a mismatch. And so what happened afterwards is that I started to observe what was unfolding in my life and in my business. So I didn't talk to this woman for months, but after I started to feel better and my body was healing, I went back to working and preparing for the next launch. And we did nothing different. We had the same strategy, the same launch product and the same launch process and maybe slightly different messaging. But the next launch from the previous one that generated an, an immense amount of revenue, amazing clients, you know, dream people to work with. And the next launch that we did entirely flopped almost to the point of like zero or something like maybe you had like one or two signups, but that's like so unheard of for like, you know, instead of like, you know, 10, 15 people signing up for a program. Right. And I was just like, fuck, what happened? And I realized now looking back, what had happened was, is that this woman or what happened has highlighted this misalignment and it's got so magnified that it created, the, the, my internal misalignment has created this representation in the outer world of mirroring back to me that that's not the way to move forward. Oh, and this is the point. This will always happen to us. And you have to be brave enough to listen. But what was going on for you personally for that misalignment to happen? Because I've always known you as vibrant in terms of your health and the way you look after yourself and, and that outward appearance focus. So what was happening for you, ten, you know, in tangent with this? I'll tell you exactly what it is now that you ask. It's, it's really um, clear to me that I, as my business got more successful, I've entered these big masterminds and the working and work with these big coaches that are the million dollar coaches and the seven, six figure coaches, seven figure coaches, right? And in all these masterminds, the focus is to generate the biggest amount of revenue and to build your business to the biggest as possible and the most successful and the most unique and the most blah, 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 right? And that has become a focus because I was in that environment and in that, in that state of energetic vibration of focusing on that. Mm. And I think there's a time and place for that. And for me, or at least for my purpose in this lifetime, it's not about pursuing that. It's about pursuing something way deeper and creating transformation and catalyzing a massive amount of movement for people to see themselves differently. And, you know, money can come from that and success can come from that. And I have no doubt that it will. But the shift for me must be contribution rather than the money and the business and growing that. Because 
I know that's what works because I'm in my true authentic power and in my authentic self-expression when I'm making a contribution, when I'm putting out content that matters and that hits people in the heart. Not when I'm doing the reels and the shit that I know that people tell you generates money and revenue and leads. And I don't think you can ever have anything in life unless it is from your authentic self. And that can be really, really scary because up until that point, aside from the business side of things, in inverted commas, your authenticity was around, and this I love this quote on your website, this shifting the endless pursuit of controlling our appearance. To what? To find a sense of worth, right? Because, I mean, I've definitely been there, you know, my journey. I've struggled with an eating disorder for 12 years and I entered the fitness and health industry and then I went the opposite way of, okay, well, now I'm going to be, you know, Miss Fitness competitor and, and bikini competition person and went from having an eating disorder and controlling my food and my diet and my life through binging and throwing up to now I'm controlling my life and my body through exercising twice a day, eating six small meals a day, very regimented bodybuilder diet with the end goal of I will step on stage and I will have the fittest body I can ever have in my life. Mm. And I realized that when I got there and I stood on that stage and looked around and looked at all the other women and looked at the crowd, I have never felt more insecure. I've never felt more self-judgmental and self-critical. And when I saw the other women around me, I compared myself. I thought I was not good enough. And no matter how hard I trained, I could have trained harder and should have done more. And I was not feeling more confident. I was not feeling more happy. I was not feeling more worthy. In fact, the opposite. I was feeling the lead, the smallest I've ever felt in my life. I think also when you you uh, are running a business based upon on you and who you are and almost aspirational type focus, that pressure, and I know you've talked about this on your podcast, but I'd love for you to discuss that behind the scenes because as consumers of social media, we know what we're looking at, but we don't know the whole picture of what we're looking at. And we can have pretty educated guess, guesses, even just through common sense, but I just love to hear your take on that and what you were experiencing there as you were putting yourself out there as this health, vibrancy, beautiful man and how you were actually feeling behind the camera. I was feeling self-critical. I had these negative voices in my head telling me how it was not good enough to be there, how I should have trained harder, how the other women looked so much better than me how I was just not worthy of having that or having that medal, you know, even if we're just talking about just a fitness competition element. And I was not loving myself. I was, there was still self-hatred, a level of self-hatred and self-rejection, I should say. That's a, probably a better word for it. And that was a really big aha moment for me to understand Wow, I thought the thing that would make me happy when I got there, which was the perfect body because I had everything else, didn't make me happy, didn't make me more fulfilled, didn't make me more myself. In fact, I felt less of myself. And I think, it, you know, we could 
to swap out there the perfect body for the perfect marriage, the perfect job, the perfect car, the perfect bag, anything. You know, and to look in your own life and see where what am I striving for? And it's okay to strive for things, goals are great. But what am I striving for? Why am I striving for that? So when you tapped into the runway and you realized, oh my goodness, what's driving me is this scarcity or this fear or this lack of worth, where did you go from there? I think the most important thing is just what you said. It's realizing and understanding the driver because we can have whatever goals you want, right? We can have the goals of having the fittest body. Nothing wrong with that. We can have the goals of having the million dollar business. We can have the goal of having the best marriage and relationship in a whole wide world. There's nothing wrong with wanting those goals. But the, the nuance there is what is the driver behind that? Because if I want the perfect body, because I feel like if I don't have that, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of love. I'm not worthy of X, Y, Z. No, that's not a good motivation. That is a scarcity lack mentality. Same thing. If I want a million dollar business, because if I don't have that, I don't look good in front of other people. I'm not an influencer. I'm not a good coach. I'm not a good business person or an entrepreneur. Well, that's again, not a good motivation, right? So, we have to understand the driver behind our wants. And then once we understand them, we can see, is this in alignment with my true self, with my purpose, with how I want to be in the world? And if it's not, then start to find a way to bring that into alignment or start to clear up the stuff and the shadow that's creating that lack and that scarcity mentality. And that's exactly what we refer to as the work in inverted commas when you hear people talking yeah. about it. So here you are on your third kind of, well, I would say maybe even fourth on the floor moment. You know, you're not happy bodybuilding. You've launched something. You've had an accident. You've launched it hasn't worked. She's really ticked you off this radar in terms of what she said. And I'm laughing on the inside because I can see it in my client's face when I tick them off with guidance. <laughs> and I'm laughing in my mind because I know that the fact that I've ticked them off, they're so close to their moment and they'll have it without me there. And I and I hope and I pray that that's what happens. Um, but so here you are at four. What do you do then? Again, I I mean, I didn't give up just like that. You know, one launch and then oh, I'm just going to throw my business away. No, um, I, I, I kept trying and I went back to the woman. I was like, okay. I hated you and I hated everything you said, but I found some some truth in it, okay? And I'm listening. What else? <laughs> oh, if I had a these were, every time a client said that to me, I don't think I'd have to work anymore. Yeah, great. <laughs> that's that's the work, right? Like that's why that's why no, I love it. coaches and that's why there are coaches. And I started listening, you know, and I, she was she was just telling me and illuminating these ways where I have not been authentic or I'm not coming off as as authentic. And we actually did an astrology reading uh, because she works with astrology and works with, you know, what's your karma in this lifetime. And she clearly read to me, she's like, this is your karma. Like your dharma is for you to be in contribution and in service, period. Don't fucking worry about anything else. Just do that. Help people. Money will come. Success will come. Everything else will come. Just do the thing. Help people. That's the that's your only job. <laughs> She's like, you have the karma of Mother Teresa. 
do that. And I was like, okay, I don't know how, like, I don't know how to show up authentically on camera. Like, I just know how to show up how I show up. And that's, you know, it's really hard to shift from from a way of being that we've been for for a long time to something that's entirely new without even a blueprint of what that looks like. Exactly. So I had to go on and try to discover that. And basically, fast forward, I tried a few more launches and I was like, maybe it's just the messaging. I need to tweak this, you know? And even she said, you know, I think that weight loss is fine. She just like, stay with that. Like, that's good. Help people with their body. Like, it's an important thing. You know, you have to help people in a way that is going to work for you. And it's going to make the biggest contribution to them and their health. Health is important. So just keep people helping people with their bodies and their weight. And then over time, like I just started to realize in the next few launches, I was like, I can't really talk about weight loss anymore in a way that's authentic. Like it stinks. When I talk about belly fat, when I talk about a slim waistline, it stinks. It feels icky inside, right? And I was just observing this ickiness and I was just observing this way of not feeling in alignment when I was putting out content, when I was writing emails, when I was writing masterclass content. And, and I was like, what is this? If not this, then what? what is? And I didn't yet know at that point what the next thing was. So... I basically decided to shut things down for a period of time until I figured out or at least took a little bit of an executive break of not thinking about how to fix this current thing and just let it rest. Space, the power of space, right? The power of pause, yeah. And at this point, I've done a somatic training where I learned a lot about feminine expression and feminine essence and also cycles, cycles of the feminine, cycles of creativity, cycles of pause and then expansion and contraction and understanding that sure, maybe I had the most successful year of my business yet, but that was a massive expansion. And then naturally there will be contraction coming. So it's like, it's a never ending cycle of expansion, contraction and a never ending cycle of creation and then maybe lack of creation. And I've not been in lack of creation for quite some time. And I've never given myself permission to be in lack of creation and doing nothing because that's just not who I am, right? I'm an A-type, successful, kick-ass entrepreneur. And I got this, right? Like I will bulldoze her through it. And for the first time in my life, I said, I'm willing to take a break. Wow. And I did. And I actually went to therapy to do this because... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because you're like, you're gonna have to ace the cognitive behind it as well i had to. i was like i want to but i can't i want to but i can't and then i i i called up one of my therapists that i work with or one of my practitioners and and i said look i want to go on a break but there's all these fears and i don't know how help me and i did a big session with her and we concluded that i was going on an executive break for two weeks which sounded like a stretch at the time i was like not touching work, not touching social media, not touching anything. Just going to sit my ass on a beach for two weeks or do whatever I want. And that two weeks turned into, I think we're going on 10 months and now I'm back to work. This Now it's November uh, and I took the break, I think in like February, basically. I, I stopped working or like March. And this is how long that pause was, ended up being. Wow. Yeah. 
And in that point, initially, what happened? So I, I literally said, okay, I'm just going to do nothing and just do the things I enjoy, like going to the gym and spending a few hours in the sauna and in the sun and walking around the beach and just doing things and just doing things I enjoy. So that shouldn't feel too hard, right? And then I went to one of my favorite places, one of my favorite islands, and I sat on the beach and hung out with people. And I noticed this thing of sitting on the beach and feeling guilty, feeling guilty that I'm not doing something. And this was also like a massive aha moment of, wow, I'm not allowed to rest. I'm not allowing myself to do nothing. It doesn't feel good. I can't enjoy it. Even though I've given my permission, I know I'm going back to work in like two weeks and this doesn't feel good. Why doesn't this feel good? Why can't I enjoy it? Why do I feel guilty? So I uncovered this underneath um, underlying reason, which is I was not worthy of just being and resting and not doing anything because then who am I? What is my worth? What am I putting out in the world? What am I doing with my life? Right? Yeah, it always comes down to worthiness. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do the work on this. So I went and did the work on this and started to give myself more and more permission and started to just feel into this guilt and what was underneath it. And it started to gradually melt away. And I just started doing things, continuing doing things that I was enjoying. I was um, learning new things. I was learning authentic relating and the art of being human and being with my emotions and being with people and having authentic nonviolent communications and dove really into things that previously I didn't really have the time for or make the time for and went on a health retreat and did an Ayurvedic Panchakarma cleanse. And I mean, I was still doing things, but I mean, I was almost like forceful rest, you know, send an executive on a holiday and they're going to check themselves into a 10 day detox, right? Which they think is going to be rest, but that's fucking work. Like when you're detoxing. Very much work on your body and on your mind. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So um, I did those things. And then eventually I was like, you know what? This feeling, this doing nothing actually feels quite good. Um, and I'm just going to keep going with it for a little bit. But at this point, I was still paying my staff. I was still had employees working for me almost full time. And I had a bunch of team members. And I was like, well, what am I going to do with them? Like, I can't continue paying them. And like, there's no work to do. And they're just sitting around doing nothing. I'm paying thousands of dollars. I was like, this doesn't feel right. And it doesn't make me feel safe for me to know that I have all these business expenses and I'm not actually doing anything with my business. So I kind of rented out some of my employees to some of my coach friends. I was like, hey, you need an epic social media manager? I got you. Because <laughs> I was like, I need to find them work. Like, I need to make sure, make sure that they're okay. And that's what I did. And that allowed me and my mind to fully rest and take as long as I needed to come back to myself and to my purpose and to find out what the next thing was. So talk us through. What is this next beautiful thing that you're on? Because I am so along the ride for you with it. I love it. Yay. Well, the next thing is, the next thing was the Beyond Beauty podcast, which was a guided transmission of what I received, of what was next. Uh, the message that I received um, from, you can call it spirit or the universe or whatever you believe in as a higher power was to take the people, my audience with me on the journey of inner discovery and leading women to value themselves from the inside 
rather than the outside in. And that's what birthed Beyond Beauty, which is what just launched last week, which is so exciting. And it's a beautiful unfolding of what is next. Um, and where my passion truly lies is really helping women who are accomplished and successful, but they somehow don't feel fully fulfilled with this success. And they really want to find the reason for that. And they want to claim their authentic beauty and truth and find this deep, meaningful happiness that I know comes from within, not from the things on the outside. What, what an amazing offering to the world and so timely as we've all had such a disruptive, traumatic few years that I think if you're almost not questioning these things, then to me that would be weird at this point. And um, just like you have had people every step of the way to hold, help, heal you and guide you, as have I, I think this, I hope this lands in the ears of anyone who needs the reassurance that we are here to walk alongside each other and to help each other. And we all need that mirror, that that help, that guidance, those reminders, that accountability. So where can we find you and, you know, tap into this wisdom and the experience of working with you? I am still in the process of revamping my entire business. <laughs> and, and right now, there's an, a very unfortunate thing that's happening. Uh, all my 17,000 followers that I built over nine years uh, are nesting under the Lean Body Coach Instagram, which Instagram is not allowing me to change the name of it. But oh, no. Yes. And I only just found out because I've been fighting this for months and now I got the answer that it's not happening, which left me a little bit devastated because um, obviously it's a, it's a massive audience and it's where all the people like yourself have, are there who have been following me for a long time and really need this message. But I just cannot continue um, putting out the message I'm putting out now under the brand, The Lean Body Coach. So. I'm going to have to start an account from fresh, which is, again, a very big, a big thing, right? For the ego, it's like, oh, I'm going to go for 17,000 followers to maybe a couple hundred when people well, initially you know, start, right? Sitting in front of you, Anna, I know that you know this, but sitting in front of you, it's just so funny because I'm having one of those channeling moments where I'm like, you have to do this. You have to, this is you going, do, do, do you really want to evolve? This is your path embrace it and if that means you embrace it with 200 people that's all you need go and they're so poking yeah. and prodding you aren't they yeah and i have no doubt that the right people will you know will, will come along for the bride and the right people will find me and the right things will fall into place but so currently my instagram is the lean body coach and um, if you visit that account, I'm sure there will be a new handle there that you can find. Probably going to be I am Nick Toth, um, uh, which is, um, yeah, which is going to be the new brand because I am refusing to box myself into anything new. 
that is a specific name because other than my name, like we're constantly evolving and I want to give myself that permission. If in a year's time, I want to do relationship coaching because that's what lights me up, I'm going to do that. And under I am Nick Toth, I can do that. And if I want to do business coaching because that's what lights me up, I am going to do that because underneath all of that, like it doesn't matter what I'm advertising that I'm selling underneath all that is helping women finding their success, their meaning, their authentic beauty and their inner alignment. And once that is in place, you can achieve and create anything you want in your life in any area of your life. So true. But we can also find you at your podcast. On my podcast. So it's the Beyond Beauty podcast with Nick Toth. And I'm sure we will link it in the show notes so people can find it and uh, check it out and I hope that it resonates especially if you come from a background of trying to control your body or trying to control your weight or your external environment to feel happier and that's not been working then I'm showing you and taking you to the journey of you know why that's not happening and then how you can make it happen. Well, you, you, exactly. You can find all your information down in the show notes, your Instagram handle, but also the name of that podcast that you can find, whatever streaming service that you use. But I just really want to say thank you for sharing your story of evolving beyond that realm of beauty and into a life of so much greater alignment and meaning. Thank you for making the time to speak to us today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo, and I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.